Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. This is Tara. I have my seasonal allergies. I'm so happy. I love it. <laughs> you know what? It's the worst. It's ragweed and mold. And um, it didn't happen to me last year because we were traveling. So I haven't felt like this in a long time. And I'm driving everybody in my house crazy. They're like, Jeez. get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> is it like the coughing and sniffing and stuff yeah but you know for those of you who have ragweed and mold allergies you feel me it is tough it sucks i gotta move back to california i think because there i don't have allergies have you ever had a shot um no i've been tested they tell me i don't have allergies i'm like okay <laughs> see you in the uh see you in the fall and spring you know, Sean has really bad allergies too, in this usually in the spring. But he starts taking his allergy medicine like a few months before. Yeah, I do the same. Um, so have you ever been to a rest stop on the road somewhere? Pretty much every rest stop has these, and seen like this like pink liquid soap. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? What is that? Like who? Oh, I want I want shares in that company. It's in every crappy bathroom everywhere. The fact that you just brought that up is so funny because I freaking hate that's so gross. Who did that? Who does do that? Who supplies that? Seriously. I don't know, but it's usually in those like metal things, and you, like in the bottom, you have to touch the bottom. To- like it's like too mushy, you know? It's like. Like it's um like slime almost slimy oh, yeah my god that is and then the the best is when they water it down it's like it's not cheap enough you, you gotta water it down you know my biggest problem with that too is the smell I cannot handle that smell I'm super sensitive to smell and that smell is the worst yeah it doesn't go away once you wash it off yeah sometimes if I'm lucky I'll stop at a Dunkin' Donuts and they in their bathrooms they have a lot of them have Safeguard, which I absolutely, like, I love the smell of Safeguard. I don't buy it at home because it reminds me of a Dunkin' Donuts bathroom, but I love the smell of Safeguard. Oh, my God. Do you know, so on, growing up in California, we didn't have rest stops. Like, that's it. Really? Yeah, so I never knew that and tolls, member tolls. So, like, when I moved here, it was I had to learn a lot, a lot of things. Like, you just, like, stop and pee on the side of the road? Yeah, I mean, there just was, you'd find like a gas station, but you wouldn't go, there's no rest stops. Oh, I see. Like one of the real rest stops, like yeah. the state-sponsored rest stop. You yeah. have that. Yeah. Um, well, I've been doing a lot of driving lately, so I, I have uh, I, I have a lot of experience with the mystery pink liquid soap. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, Tara, I'm going to put you on the spot. Because today we're going to talk about competitive advantage. And I want to put you on the spot and ask you to describe what you think your competitive advantage is. In business? Like, why is my yeah. business? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I think my competitive advantage is that I do two things. I'm a stylist and I'm an influencer. And because of those two things, I can work with one brand and take them to places where they can make money. And most influencers just post on social media, right? But when you give me your product, I can actually bring it to my client. And that is a personal experience where I can 
then let's just say it's a dress that I can take your dress and I can bring it to their closet and I can style it four different ways that they can take with them that they will want it. But I can also post it on social media in a way that I would wear it that would make other eyes see. Very good. Did I do good? I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it was really good. So the only thing I would have somehow incorporated in there is your ability to speak to a demographic, a specific demographic. But, um, but what I loved about what you said was it was about your, it was very focused on the value that you bring to brands and then also to customer, to clients, to individuals. Um, and the only time a competitor came into that was when you said, you know, some other influencers can just do this, but I can do two things. So I love that because one of the things that um, I was recently asked to help a company with their, with their sort of describing their competitive advantage and the way that they described it was um, these other companies that you work with now just really aren't so great. And we're really good because we're not really what the other companies are. We do this and this and this. And while that's sort of okay, there are a few like things I don't like about that. I don't like crapping on other companies in the space. I don't think that that serves anyone well. And I don't think that really describes your own uniqueness and competitive advantage very well, even though the word competitive advantage implies a competitor. Yeah. And I just want to say it's a little negative. Like it's, you know, even though I said other influencers do what I do, I also can do another thing. But what they're saying is like a little negative. Like I don't think it ever needs to be me against these other people that aren't doing a good job. Exactly. It's like, yeah, exactly. When you when you peg yourself negatively against another competitor, it's like, so they suck. We suck less though. And that's not that compelling, right? Yeah. So I think one of the things that I loved about what you said was, was here is how I provide unique value and whatever the competitors do, they do. I don't know. I'm just do, I'm listening to what my customer wants and this is, and I'm responding to it and I can, I can, you know, fulfill their needs. Um, so I think really trying to focus on your own uniqueness and, it's like the relationship between you and your customer and leave the competitors out of it. That's what I would say. And so when you work with these people, do they, so are they, so they obviously told you that this is what they think their competitive edge is. And then do you come back with an honest opinion of what you just kind of said and then help them revamp what that competitive advantage should be? Yeah, because then it focuses them. Yes, I do. Um, and the important part of understanding your competitive advantage, it's almost less about, uh, you know, kind of what are the other guys doing and, and what are we doing differently? I mean, that's important, but it's really more about how can we wow the customer more than anybody else can. Right. And it's a subtle, it's a subtle difference. But when you think about how it focuses your efforts and activities and attention as an organization, like you want to be focused on being lockstep with your customer and over delivering to your customer and not focused on watching what your competitors are doing because you want to get there first. 
the only way to get there first is to to listen to what the market wants and go, you know, get there first. So yeah, so I that, so that is what I would do, and that's what I did. I basically just you know just sort of just it just it's not helpful in my mind to to crap on any other company in the space, and you're immediately putting yourself in the same bucket as the crappy companies. So why would you do that? So I think that's yep. a tricky thing with competitive advantage. It's like people want to describe themselves relative to something else. And I would say, describe yourself relative to what the customer needs, not to your competitors. Right. And I think too, it's, um, you know, somebody in my space might say, well, I am a stylist, but I also am an organizer, right? Because I don't do that piece. I do not do the organizing piece. And so it's knowing what value you can bring and knowing your business and just saying like, this is what I can bring to you. Not like, oh, she doesn't do that. She sucks. <laughs> I just right. think the whole negative thing. I also think like too, also whenever you do an interview or anything, like you would never go next, don't ever say anything negative about anything because that just, people don't want that negative taste in their mouth ever for anything. Right. Right. It reflects poorly on your brand. Um, but I think that, uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> The competitive edge. I'm just glad I got an A plus. I was like, woo, Jill thought I did good off the cuff. Oh, I know what I was going to say. What I was going to say is what's equally, like it, what is, what, there's a lot of strength in making choices about what you do and don't do in your business. And like you just said, you know, someone else might do closet organizing and styling and, you know, for whatever you've chosen to do something different, but it's not because doing that stuff is bad or because you're above or below or whatever doing that stuff. It's because you're targeting a client that wants different things and that's, and they're targeting a different client. And so there's room for everyone to compete and everyone to have, there's lots of clients out there, lots of customers out there. There's room for everyone to exist usually some industries there's not. Um, and just, you know, focus on doing the best you possibly can. Like a lot of companies will say to me, I'm really nervous about what this competitor is doing. And, you know, that's fine. Understand what they're doing, understand what could, what they could continue to do that might impact your business, but then go about your own business and do the best you possibly can. Yeah. I think, you know, for me personally, like if I, I obviously am aware of social media and what people are doing. If I really go down like a rat hole and start really focusing on what other people are, are really like, I too can feel that way. I can be like, how come they're working with them or why do they have more fault? I mean, I could go there very easily. It's, it's very, not productive. There's nothing good for me. Like it, why? Because then I'm come back to where I am. I'm like, I'm doing great. Like, this is good. Like, yes. Do I always want more? I do. Am I competitive in that regard? I am. I want to be the best at what I do and I want to continue working but you cannot come. It's just too easy to go down that road. And I, yeah. With you. And it does. I think you can, you can learn from competitors sometimes. Absolutely. But and yeah, getting, but you know, we're all like, the thing is, is like, you're doing it your way. I do take cues from other people and what they're doing. I like that. Even fashion. When I see other people's fashion, that's how I get inspired. Obviously. Like I yeah. just come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? But I don't think that it needs to be a negative. Yeah, agree. Well, good job, Tara. 
Competitive yeah. Advantage 101 complete. <laughs> right. Next, we'll see what else. I'm like, I got to be prepared now, I guess, on every call. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> if you guys have any questions for Jill, she's the competitive uh, advantage queen. So ask her. <laughs> Thanks, Jill. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, seated shorts, running shorts, board shorts.